Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death, UFOs, and other creepy, Cults. weird, random shows. There you go. Yeah. Not uh, just naming things in the room. Oh my god. There's a cult of ghosts. Pursued by a psychopath after being locked in a parking garage on Christmas Eve. What's up, everybody? This is Joel. Uh, welcome back to Middle Age and Mediocre. I'm here with my good friend Cash. Good friend. <laughs> good. I mean, <laughs> acquaintance. Acquaintance. Good acquaintance. If we see each other in public, we turn the other way. We will politely <laughs> nod, nod yeah. and continue on. Yes. But yeah, uh, welcome back. This is another real crime episode. Two E's. Yeah, two E's, because it's too easy. I don't know. What? It's real crime. This is where, uh, it's, uh, how'd you, how'd you put it so eloquently on Facebook there? Uh. I like that description. It is a. I'm just like, I'm gonna make a movie story. It is a retelling. Yeah. Of, uh, a film. Let me see here. It's a retelling of a movie presented in a true crime style narrative. Cool. And I'll give you the name after the movie. I'm sure a lot of you will, all four of you will. <laughs> I don't know. This, you told me what the movie was, uh-huh. and I, I don't think this movie was super the, yeah, it popular. Was a, it, I think it was even filmed in Canada. So. Well, so, you know. Yeah. You know how I, can't, I can't confirm that, but I'm pretty sure. I, I think I read that somewhere along the way. But uh, this is Christmas Eve 2007. Do you just want to get right into it? Yeah. It's, and then we'll do our bullshit afterwards. Buddy, it's your show. Whatever, all right. Whatever you want to do. All right. Well, shut it down. I'm here to talk about my feelings. That works, too. <laughs> Man. We can just do some therapy. Like seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. real. It is, it is the season. Holiday depression. Uh, yeah. Like, let's just like get cold and throw the holidays on you. It's always dark. It is always dark. Always dark. Even in the day, it's dark. <laughs> Still, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good. Okay, let's get into right. some real crime. Christmas Eve, 2007. Angela works in an office building, New York City, New York. The Big Apple. Not New York City, Alabama. The New York City. The New York City. The Big Apple. You've been there. Uh, Andrew WK talked to you. Andrew WK talked. I talked to him. Yeah. We filmed a commercial together. You did. I seen it. Yeah. I seen it. About like dude wipes or something. I upstaged him. He did a little bit. I upstaged him. He wasn't expecting that. He wasn't expecting that. Yeah. He's like, he's like, look at this hillbilly. I'm going to talk to him. They're like, you want to like, they're like, you want to talk out? Are you nervous? I go, no, I'm good. Let's go. I'm like, dude. Let's go, Andrew. This is what I do. Let's go, Mr. K. I show up in random commercials about, uh, Male hygiene wipes. It changed my life. Yeah, mine too. It did. <laughs> well, Angela's life was changed on Christmas Eve, two thousand seven. She worked in a high rise in New York City, some sort of lawyer's office. I don't know. I didn't delve too deep into I it. Doubt the movie did either. But she was working on Christmas Eve, and of course, her boss was down her throat about getting like a job finished, you know, and just really on her ass. She was, uh, she was supposed to go to her sister's in New Jersey because she had the Santa suit in her trunk. Her parents were there in New Jersey, her niece. You know, they were going to have a family dinner. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to get out of work to get to there. Of course, she had to stay late. She's doing all this work. She's one of the last people in the building, that part of the building. Well, the boss sounds like a real piece of work. Hey. You it's Christmas Eve. That's that's how you be a boss. I think the, I think the, the business profits <laughs> and happenings can wait. Well... 
you're that's why you're not a boss, buddy. That is the fact. <laughs> <laughs> so she's one of the last ones in the building, and uh, she leads, and she runs into the security guard, and they ride down to the lobby together. Okay. So she gets down to the lobby, and uh, she she goes from the lobby. There's like another. You walk to a different part of the building, and that gets you to the elevators to take you to the parking garage. Isn't so this you can that get... R. Kelly song? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? All of them. The hotel lobby. <laughs> Is this stuck in the closet or trapped in the closet? Sure. Okay. But she gets to the she so she goes to her car in the parking garage, one of the last cars in the whole building. Okay. Christmas Eve, you know, the place is pretty much deserted, and she gets in the car and her car won't start. Okay. And she's kind of you know not happy about that, obviously. Oh. Well, no. So she gets everything out of her trunk and she's going to uh, walk to New Jersey. Yes, her plan is to walk to New Jersey with the bags of presents, the Santa suit, everything. Okay. But as she's trying to leave, the uh, parking garage is now locked. So now she's trapped in the parking garage. And she goes and finds the parking garage's office. And uh, let's see. Last one on. Let me turn my page here. Which around this area, the parking garages are never staffed. Oh, no. So most parking garages are. Or never really staffed. But this I... one luckily has, luckily maybe, has a 24-hour attendant. Okay. So she loaded up the presents to Santa's suit, but the doors were locked to the lobby, and then she made her way to the parking garage security office. So, like, even though the parking garage had security, the building had security. You know, different whatever. Yeah, yeah. So she walked in the office, and she said that she was almost attacked by Doberman, but luckily it was on a chain. The guy, the, the security guard, has a dog. And he said the dog lunged at her, but luckily it was chained up, and that's where she also met the, the security guard, Thomas. Like, she's seen him before leaving, you know, waved to him, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's where she met Thomas, and she asked Thomas to unlock the elevator doors so she could get back to the main lobby, you know, call a cab, and yeah. just, just go to her sister. She right. was done messing with it all. But Thomas said that's probably just her battery. He could jump it. And she was reluctant at first, but he talked her into it. He was real persistent. So they went back to the car to try to jump jump it to see if they could get it to run. He's just, like, too helpful. A little bit too helpful. Yeah. Uh, so he was unable to get the car to start. Um, it was weird because, like, it wasn't the battery because the lights would work, the, the radio would work, but the car just wouldn't start. Probably the alternator. That's what I was thinking. Or the starter. Those are the only two things starter, I know. The starter is what I mean. Yeah. Well, there's the, the alternator, too. They're, mm-hmm. You know, it's like peanut butter and jelly. You Could know, have been they, a catalytic converter. They, oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on a catalytic converter, pal. We don't have time <laughs> to get me started on catalytic converters. Okay? So, at this point, Angela's just... She said she was really just defeated. You know what I mean? Just the... Well, yeah, Christmas Eve, trying to get to Jersey. Yeah. You got to be Santa, I think, is what's happening. And Thomas was, you know, trying to apologize, and she just said she was a little short with him, but instantly kind of apologized for it, and just said, just, you know, let me call a cab. I just want to get to my sister. Yeah, Tommy, hey, just... And at this, the goddamn gates let me out of this so I can call a cab. But at this time, Thomas said that he's prepared a Christmas Eve meal and invited her to stay and eat with him. What are we doing, Tommy? What's happening? And she kind of, she said it was super awkward, and he immediately walked it back and said he was kidding. Just kidding? Yes, she put it out there. Oh, well. Unless unless you're interested. If you're not, that was a joke. Fuck you, that was a joke. I don't want to eat with you. Stupid. Girls. Stupid. (laughs) Unless you want to. You don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. So that, after that, you know, it was... 
pretty fucked up, right? Probably pretty awkward. James is ready to get out of there, but Thomas lets her into the lobby. Okay. She gets in the lobby. She makes her call. She calls the cab. She sits down, and after the whole day of working and everything, she actually fell asleep in the lobby. Like you do. But luckily, when the taxi arrived, they called her cell phone after she wouldn't come out. So she was released. She gathered up all her stuff, ran to the lobby's door, the lobby doors of the building, but they were locked by key. So she couldn't even get out. Like there wasn't, un, you know, you could only unlock it with the key. So she had to find the security guard that she saw earlier. Yeah. And the she was looking for the security guard, looking, couldn't find him anywhere. So then she went back to the parking garage to try to get Thomas to see if Thomas had a key. Thomas could let him out, you know, whatever. Well, she gets down to the secure the the parking garage. And he's not there either. Well, he's eating dinner. <laughs> yeah, he's really upset about her turning down his offer. I mean, he had a turkey in the oven, probably. Yeah. So. But while she was waiting, she did call her sister, gave her an update, let her know that, you know, she was waiting for a taxi. She was going to be a little late. Her sister was worried, but, you know, she she understood. You know, this is, like, beyond her control, obviously. Her right. car wouldn't start. You know, she didn't. She's waiting on her taxi. Well, you know, then, of course, she can't get out the door to the taxi because she apparently works in the most secure building of all yes. time. Yes, well, it's New York City. Well, you can't. They have a lot of homeless, as I've heard. Well, I mean, don't judge a city <laughs> by its by its homeless. I would never. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, she yelled for the guard. No one's around, so she ran to the parking garage. And of course, uh, the all the doors there were locked. Thomas was nowhere to be found. And the taxi drove off because she was trying to use her phone in the parking garage, but it's underground. No service. So, no service, exactly. So then all the lights in the garage went out. All right. Like the lights were on, but then the car- taxi drove off, all the lights went out, and the only light she had was her cell phone. You got to remember, this is 2007, so it's like a flip phone. Yeah. So she could probably see about a half a foot in front of her. Right, and she's you know she's fumbling around in the darkness towards the towards trying to make her way back to the security office, and she uh, she tripped over what are the little things you park in front of those little like cur- they're like little curves you know what I mean the straight pieces of concrete like little oh what do you call those I I don't know well like, they have them they she tripped over one of those in the darkness she said like little little. Uh... Speed bumps. They can't see like, what you're doing with your hand. <laughs> you're making like a wavy motion with your hand. Yeah, you know, just yeah, like when uh, you go pull into a parking garage, just like so your car doesn't go too far yeah. forward. You know, it's just one of those like raised off three, four inches off the ground blocks right. of concrete. Nobody's ever named them. Yeah, and they we we'll name it later. We <laughs> yes. okay, let's not pallet converters, whatever the fuck those are. We're gonna have a talk after we're done recording. So she tripped on that, fell. Everything went, like, flying out of her hands, and she was able to make her way up. Well, and she's, she's carrying a Santa suit, a bunch of presents. Yeah, a bag full of presents, she said. Yeah. And as soon as she stands up, she starts to gather herself, and someone grabbed her from behind. Okay. And she says, next thing she remembers, she woke up in the parking garage security office, chained to a chair. That's not good. Yeah, like, what the fuck? And then... Uh, Thomas, she woke up to Thomas in the Santa suit, and oh, no. Angela was now wearing a dinner dress with makeup on. He was, he was, it was not a joke. No, he really wanted this, wanted, you know, really wanted this apparently. Well, she woke up and uh, she saw the dog. Uh-huh. Uh, the dog's name is Rocky. Okay. He's a Doberman, so those are scary dogs. Right. Not a miniature. A full grown ass Doberman. Full grown. <laughs> and she woke up and. Uh, Thomas kind of, 
she could tell that Thomas really didn't have a plan beyond kidnapping, you know, like putting her in a dress and yeah, hanging like, her up. That and he kind of treated it like it was a first date. Like this guy's clearly was a was something was wrong with him. Well, yeah. And she yeah, she said he, he she tried to talk to her way out of things. Thomas just made it clear they was she wasn't go- going anywhere. He wasn't going to let her go. Uh, he started asking her about her hobbies. Mm-hmm. Well. I mean, because this is a first date, you know, and he's a gentleman. What do you enjoy besides not being tied to a chair? It's nice that he's asking her about her. Uh, He mentioned that he's reading, he likes to read. Thomas is a reader, and he's reading Ernest Hemingway's The Sun Also Rises. Uh And he tells her, (laughs) he tells her it's about a man who loves a girl so much, he's willing to forgive everything she does, even her infidelities. That fucking Hemingway. He's the root of a lot of evil. Uh, he is, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of crazy people. Uh, and said, that's what love's supposed to be, is what Thomas said. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what love is. So Angela, trying to outthink this creep, lies and tells her that she has a boyfriend. And if that's she doesn't do. if she doesn't, you know, make it to her sisters, her boyfriend knows where she works and she's gonna come he's gonna come to the office and look for Angela. But Thomas she could she could tell that Thomas like immediately knew that she was just full of shit. Well, also like if she can't get out, he can't get in. Yeah. And by the time Christmas Day happens and the the office opens back up, she's he's wearing be, her she, skin. She's gonna be in pieces. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the second date. This, this is the first date. This isn't the best plan from her. But she said something shifted in Thomas after that. Like he got I don't know how you could call it meaner, but he got like you know just. He, Something changed in him, you know, when she tried to lie about having a boyfriend. Right. He's no longer trying to welcome her to his book club. It is now. She's lied to him. Yeah. She has scorned him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's not doing the thing he just said was love, where he forgives her for her... Infidelities. Infidelities. Yeah, immediately. He, he immediately her, backtracks yeah. on that. Well, so then he, he started listing off Angela's family members. Oh, okay. Well, this is she, good. She, she knew about the father, the mom, mm-hmm. the sister, the niece... You know, and yeah, I think she kind of did that to prove that he knows that she doesn't have a boyfriend because he knows everything about her life. Right. He then forces Angela to call her sister and tell her that Angela wasn't going to be coming for Christmas. And as she was calling and put, put Angela says, "How that song? I won't be home for Christmas." Because <laughs> I've been kidnapped. <laughs> uh, she said that Thomas put the phone on speakerphone and then placed his hands around her neck. So she wouldn't try to lie or give any signals or anything. Right. And she says she still couldn't really, like, her family could tell something was wrong. Her niece answered the phone, didn't really recognize her voice. Then her sister got on the phone, and she tried to tell her sister she she wasn't feeling good, so she was just going home. And her sister actually gave her a hard time about it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is typically you, Angela. Like, we're all here. Like, what are you doing? And then her mom gets on the phone and tells her, like, you know, we understand. Come tomorrow when you wake up. We love you. You know, she was able to... She she got through the phone call, you know... Unkilled. Unkilled. Yeah. Unchoked. <laughs> yes. So now Thomas had her all to herself. No one was expecting her. Mm-hmm. The building's empty. This is going to be a hell of a first date. Uh, Thomas did say that she had... He had a present for her. You know, he's a good. He's not, I'm not gonna say he's a good guy, but he has maybe good intentions. We'll see. I don't think so. Uh, it was a VHS tape that Thomas had in 2007. Yes. Well, it was from security footage. Oh. 
So he played it for, and it was security footage from the Christmas party in an elevator where Angela was riding with the co-worker, and the co-worker had a little too much to drink, made a pass at Angela, tried to kiss her. Angela easily fought him off. Like, obviously, it was it, it, it really bothered Angela, but he she easily fought him off. The guy felt terrible about it. Even earlier in the day, while she was trying to work, he actually tried to apologize to her. Mm-hmm. You know, and he she said he thought he was slime. You know, like, but... Obviously, you know, but Thomas had seen it through right. the footage. So I bet he did not like that. Thomas was not happy. Yeah, he he was saying how the coworker, um, you know, he he needed to pay for this, and so after the tape, he actually unlocked Angela's chain, he's, and they were he's actually dinner. They were eating, you know. So as soon as he unlocked her chain, she grabbed the fork and stabbed him in the back. Thomas, gotcha. Uh, so there was another struggle, mm-hmm. and Thomas was able to get the upper hand, and he handcuffed her behind her back this time. You know, and he forgave her for the fork. I think that's called second base. He forgave her for the forking, okay? <laughs> uh, so he fought her off, and then he placed her in the car in his car and started to drive around the, the parking garage. <laughs> okay. So they're going down further and further. You know, they're right now they're at P- level P two, mm. and that's uh, mm. that's actually this that's right below the street level, and uh, so they're going down and they get down to the bottom level. And as they turn, Angela can see her coworker taped to another office right. chair in the middle of the parking garage. Right, I suspected that he like was totally he, he wasn't there voluntarily. You could she could tell. <laughs> you know, he he said that she was taped up. He looked like he'd been probably, you know, uh beaten the, you know a little bit to get into the chair. And Thomas said that he was going that was Angela's present. Oh. Because he was going to make Angela feel better about it and teach this guy a lesson. Okay. All right, Thomas said guys like this have to learn. They can't just go around touching whoever they want to touch. You know, and Angela tried to plead with him, saying, you know, he's already apologized. I accepted his apology. But Thomas, apparently, he says that this guy's done this more than once. So he must have seen, as a security guard, maybe he had seen other footage of this guy take, you know. Yeah. Not, he's not a good guy, but he probably doesn't deserve to be chained up to a chair in the bottom yeah, of a parking I mean, garage. You know, he's not the best guy, but, like, he, <laughs> he hasn't kidnapped her. Yeah, <laughs> and changed her out unconscious yeah. body into a dress. Yeah. So he gives tries to give Angela a bat. Okay. So Angela can go out there, and her our hands are still cut behind her back, so I don't, you know. Hard like, to bat that way. It is. It is. Yeah. I've tr- I, Little League was tough with my hands. I think hands. they should do that in Major League Baseball. <laughs> oh. Just to really spice Like, if up. your team's down, be like, you know, you can, like, pull out, like, some special token, yeah. and the other team has to bat with their hands, hand cut behind like their back. For, at least an inning. I like that. I do, too. Well, I'll call baseball after this. Thank you. <laughs> but... The more Angela refused, the more Thomas was getting upset, mm-hmm. thinking that Angela was on this guy's side. He's just he's he's an unbalanced fella. Is he Thomas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First, I'm hearing of it. So Thomas gets out and he's screaming at Angela about how he deserves it. Angela's screaming at him, begging him to stop. Right. Well, he takes his mag light and just starts beating the fuck uh, out of this guy. Oh, he the hit guy. him. Okay. Yeah, he out the guy. He hit the guy in the head and face a dozen times. Angela said. And those are not. Uh, mag lights are pretty like yeah. that. Cops carry them because they can fuck you up. Yeah. So he, then Thomas gets back into the car. The guy's still alive. He's barely moving in the chair. And Angela says we need to get him help. Mm-hmm. And Thomas still can't believe I don't that think she's Thomas is gonna get him help. trying to stick up for this guy. Right. So he says he's going to help him. Oh. 
So he then takes his car, drives into the chair. The chair is on wheels, luckily. And he pushes the, the, the guy in big enough speed, pushing him towards the wall, and then smashes him into oh, the parking garage wall. Shit. He backs up, smashes into him again. Oh, no. Angela said she was hysterical. Like, she's screaming, she's crying. He Thomas backs up one more time, floors it. She knock, He knocks him into the wall. His head explodes blood all over the windshield. And she said that just... Angela said she was able to turn at this point and open the car door and escape. Okay. Oh, so she's in the car. She's in the... Oh, yeah. She's still in the car. Okay. While Thomas is backing up and just destroying this guy taped to an office chair after beating him with the mag light. Yeah, that is a bad way to die. (laughs) And she was able to make it... uh, Angela was, like I said, she was able to escape, and you know how parking garages are. She, like, kind of climbed up that level, like, yeah. where they start to meet. She was able to, like, go up a couple levels Those from the hands, bottom. Her hands, though? Well, once she got away from Thomas, she was able to find a spot, a dark spot to hide, get her hands up in front okay. of her, still handcuffed. Right. And she was walking around, because she could even see grates that were, you know, right below the streets in New York City. Yeah. And she tried to scream up for help, but no one could no one could hear, no one's around. It's Christmas Eve. Even if not, New York City is hustling and bustling. It's a hustling and a bustling. Bunch of horns honking. Yeah. For some reason. People just yell, hey! <laughs> hey I'm walking! I'm walking here! <laughs> rat, rat holes. Sinkholes open up for rats. So she actually made it back to the security office, the parking garage mm-hmm. security office. And Thomas wasn't around, but Rocky was in there. That's the dog. Okay. That's the dog. And she went in the do- and he's chained to the desk, but he still has, you know, he has a lead on the chain. He can get around. Yeah. And she had to like kind of crawl up on some filing cabinets. She was able to make it to her purse. And right as she grabbed it, Rocky grabbed the other the other part of the purse. And it was a little bit of a tug of war, but her phone flew out away from the dog. And that's all she wanted was her phone. I have a question. Okay. Uh, is Rocky a good boy? I'm going to get to that. Okay. Okay, I'm going to get to that. It sounds like he's just playing. He, he, yeah, he doesn't know what's going on, yeah. you know? He's like, we got a new friend! <laughs> that's my toy. Oh, that's my purse. Yeah. And she also was able to, add, on top of one of the filing cabinets, was a bunch of the key cards for the elevators and stuff. All right. So she grabbed those, two while she was in there. and uh, so She got her phone. She got her phone. She got some, uh, and she got the, the cards, and she was able to get away from the dog. Okay. She even made it to the garage gate that was like that led up to the street, but of course it was locked. Because everything in this building is locked. Yes. <laughs> and she started to scream for that. Nobody could hear but a homeless woman who was walking by who then started to mock her. Angela was screaming, mm. you know, please help, I'm trapped down here. And the crazy woman up on the street started yelling, please help, I'm ah. trapped. I just, And that's the only person that was around, Angela said. And she tried to use her phone, but there was no service. Okay. So she reached her hand through the the grate of the gate, the great gate, the great gate, yeah, and was trying to call, you know, would get like one bar of service and dialed nine one one send. And as soon as she did that, she heard something and it stalled her, and she dropped the phone. Chicks be dropping stuff, right? They do. They you do know, be. when you're when you're scared, you might be dropping stuff. Well, then she tried to reach for the phone and she couldn't quite get it, but she was so bad wanting to get it, she actually tore off one of her fingernails in the process okay. of scraping against the 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 pavement, yeah. trying to reach this phone. She didn't know if the call went through, but she thought it might, so she just yelled into it, "I'm trapped, you know, down in this parking garage." 
you know, you got to send somebody. I need help. Well, then Ta- she heard Thomas, and she had to run away. Okay. And uh, it was Thomas and Rocky now, and they were looking for her, and, of course, she couldn't find a way out. Uh, she did finally. She was uh, running to all the doors, trying all the key cards, trying to get, you know, just out of the parking garage. Yeah. And she finally was able to get a key card to work, and uh, she got out of the out of the parking garage into the elevator right as Thomas got to that door, and she tried to use the elevator to go up to the lobby, but as a uh, as the ele- it stopped between floors. Okay, right. So then Angela was stuck, and she called for the call button, and someone answered. And she's pleading with this person to please help. And the guy didn't seem to understand what was going on, trying to tell her to calm down. Mm-hmm. Well, it was Thomas fucking with her. Yeah, this is Tommy. So He's... as the parking garage security guard, he obviously had power to shut off the elevators. And the help call went to him. Right. But he's such a... He, he would made her think that, you know, that she found someone that could help. Well, it was just him. And then she's just trapped in the elevator. Because she's not going to come out... And uh, you know, I, he, I cannot get a read on this Tommy guy. <laughs> it's like, you know, he's treating her to a nice dinner, got her a nice dress. Revenge. Revenge is the best. Uh, her, yeah. and, but now he's mocking her and making fun of her and taunting her. Yeah, he's, he's, he's quite the character. So, you know, can't get a read on him. Uh, but Thomas told her they could work this out, you know, and who knows? Maybe they could even fall in love. Maybe. Maybe. Crazier things have happened. It's pretty clear that he loves her. This is New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen movies. I've watched a movie. <laughs> what he needs to do is let her go and then chase her to the airport. Oh, yeah. And she'll probably just swoon all over him. Goo Goo Dolls will start playing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we wrote it. This isn't a movie, okay? Oh, This, okay. Is, this is real this life. This is real life. I got you. So after that silence, Thomas was angry that Angela wouldn't talk to him. Uh, Angela was silent. She was she was done playing his games. She was just gonna yeah. sit in the elevator, you know, wait for whatever other people to get there. You know, when when then she heard the elevator floor doors open above her. Okay. Because you know, like there's there elevator there's two sets of doors on yeah. the elevator because yeah. the elevator opens and the floor you know has doors. Right. Floor doors. <laughs> well, Thomas was taking a fire hose and lowering it onto the elevator. He then turned the water on, and oh, the elevator start. The water just started filling up the elevator. Yeah. Apparently, it was airtight, except for the top where the water came through. Right? Because Angela said the water soon got up to her knees, and then from the weight of the water, and apparently there was a body on the roof because in the security guard's body. Fell down into the elevator oh, with Angela. Oh, security guard from uh, early. Yeah, that yeah. she couldn't find. That rode down in the. Right. So that's why. It looked like Thomas killed old security guard. Okay. Well, then the doors did open. She was fine. She opened them because you know she had to because the watch she would have drowned. Yeah. She opened them and they all washed out into the hall. So let me see where I'm at here because I'm just going off memory. So. <laughs> So this is in level three of the parking garage. Angela was once again on the run. Now she's soaking wet, mm-hmm. you know, uh, barefoot. It's basically just like Die Hard Christmas Eve. This does sound fit like she's. Ba- I forgot to mention that she's barefoot because he took her shoes off. The, fit, the fire hose being involved. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a lot. The parking garage, like it's too bad that Argyle's not down there. I know Argyle could have healed all. He of wouldn't this. have known because he'd been listening to music. <laughs> well, she's running, and the only things you could think to do because. Thomas was just on her. He, she hid underneath the car. 
Mm-hmm. Which Thomas found pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, of all the yeah, yeah, because like, the I hiding mean, places in parking garage. Yeah, you're not. There's not limited, a lot of places. Pretty limited. So he's kind of again talking to her, and as he's trying to get her to come out, he starts flattening the tires he's on the car. Like, oh, where could she be? Flattening one could tire at a time until eventually, of course, she had to get out and run. And so she's on the run again. And then Thomas goes back to the security well, okay, office. Okay, so wait. So he's flattening tires. Yeah. So now I don't think, unless she is a large human, uh huh. Even flat tires, the car's not going to lower so much that like it crushes her. It probably wouldn't crush, but it might make it harder to get out. It could be more That's of a squeeze. True, but then it's harder for him to get there under. Yes. Well, she he got the two tires and she broke the fuck out. She said. Okay. And instead of chasing her, Thomas went back to the security office and started playing music over the loudspeaker. And uh, the first song was Elvis Blue Christmas. Ah, okay. Well, I mean, he's got good taste. And then Angela, she got the idea. She got a a fire axe and she started destroying all the cameras because she thought that's why he went back was so she could watch, he could watch her on the camera and see what she's doing. So she finally kind of like starts fighting back a little bit more. I mean, she stabbed him in the back, sure, but I mean, she's not just running now. You know, she's yeah. She seems to have a plan. Um, so she she takes the axe, destroys all the cameras, and actually walks back to the parking garage office where Thomas is. And she hears Thomas in the office, and she decides she's going to go in there and attack him with the axe. Mm-hmm. You know, you can only push a lady so far. Yeah, apparently. And I mean, what you know, you might as well take your chances. Yeah, you have I mean, an axe. Yeah, like. Enough of this being fucked with and toyed with. So either kill Time for some or... action. <laughs> and then you can ask questions later. Okay, we need to stop that. <laughs> stop, let's stop with that one. Okay. <laughs> well, the voice was actually from another VHS tape. It wasn't Thomas live. It was Thomas on the VHS tape being perved to Angela's unconscious body. Okay, like, well, what's happening? So there was another... There was just... Thomas had put another VHS tape in the uh-huh. TV... And had it playing loud, and Angela th- said she thought it was him talking, like the Rocky or whatever. Oh, okay. But it was just it was him on the VHS tape. He had recorded himself while she was unconscious. caressing Angela's ah, unconscious body. That's... Just yeah, I've decided. <laughs> you decided. I decided he's not a good guy. You're not Team Tommy. Nah. Okay, nah, I'm not either. I was on the fence, but I'm glad you came to my side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just killed somebody. A... Like that guy kind of had to come in. He was a creep too, right. right? But like, don't. But I mean, now don't he's... take advantage of women as they're unconscious. Yeah, don't take advantage of anybody ever. But yeah, well, Angela, Angela like freaks out and takes an axe to the TV, and then uh, on an, on the security monitor, she actually sees the cops pulling up to the gate. Like, this is very finally diehard. somebody's. You know, like this shit's over. And he's she's gonna throw a body out. <laughs> no, she turns to run to the gate, and Thomas is right there. Son of a bitch! With a taser, okay. and tases her, and then next thing that she knows, taser beats axe every time. She wakes up in the trunk of a car, but what happened? Authorities have said that what happened in in you know in between that was the cops. They knocked on Thomas's. Uh, uh, well, well, you know, Thomas changed all of his clothes real fast because the cops said it did take Thomas a second to come to the gate. Mm-hmm. And they thought he was acting weird, but he said that he was down two levels uh, patrolling, you know, like no one else is here. And they, they kind of got a weird feeling from him, so they said they were going to search the parking garage. Okay. 
So the cops, that's what they did. They drove around the parking garage just making sure there's nobody there. And uh, they, they said while they were driving around, Thomas started playing music again. All right. Like super loud over the speakers. They didn't really see anything. Um, and, you know, Thomas was telling them all the things they wanted to hear. He was there by himself. He's not allowed to have any guests because he'll be fired. Like, he doesn't understand who could have called. You know, yeah. probably a prank. You know, just talked his way out of it. Well, this is about the time it, it, it turns out Angela woke up in the trunk. And she she tried to pound on the on the trunk, and she screamed, and she could even hear the car, the cop car, drive by her, but the cops couldn't hear her because of the music. Okay. So she keeps uh, the music's loud, and she was finally able to uh, get break her way out of the trunk using the tire iron, and she ran to the gate. But as she was running, she could see the cops' taillights going up the ramp back out to New York City. The gate closing. And she said Thomas was right there with Rocky. All right. And that's when Angela, I uh, say, okay, nope, that's already happened. <laughs> so she tried to run again. And Thomas, I think, has turned a corner. He no longer wants Angela to be alive. Right. So he went ahead and just let Rocky loose to chase after her. Okay. So Angela was able to make it to one of the other cars in the parking garage. She broke out a window and tried to hide in the back seat. Well, Rocky being... Good boy that he is. He can get in the car. He's following the master's orders. He yeah. jumped up in the window trying to get in the car. Right. Well, that's when Angela had to stab Rocky uh, in the chest and kill him. Well, I mean. So he was a good boy because he was just doing what his. <laughs> but he was a good boy at being really bad. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, there's no such there's no such thing as a bad dog. It's a bad owner. That's right. That's right. So R.I.P. Rocky. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put that yeah. out there. Just another victim. Yeah. Of this, yeah. of this asshole Tommy. He was a good boy. He was a good boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> Unfortunately, just you know, good boy on the wrong side. Yeah, he got he got he got tire ironed. It was a particularly bad. She has the tire iron. Yeah, she had the tire iron. Oh, That's all she had. The, uh, yeah, the, 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 the the one end. That yeah, yeah that, I got you. The pointy end. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. In my head, I was picturing the uh, four one. Oh yeah, the like, the, 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 the L shape, the L the yeah. elbow in it. Yeah, and that could do it too. You could smash a dog's head in. <laughs> All right, we can prove right now, Beasley. You, I, you. <laughs> I'm looking out to the car, get my tire ironed. Beasley's a good boy. So then, uh, Angela w- escaped out of the car, and she there's a there was a rent a car business in the parking garage. This is a crazy building. It's a it's New York City, son. <laughs> okay. New York City! Alright. You've never been, other than the two times. And I've yeah. never been, other than never. So she broke into the parking garage uh, rental business and called 911. Well, 911 was busy. Like they are. Like they had a recording, she said. And they just kept playing the recording over and over again. Well, then she went and found the key box and pried open the key box and mm-hmm. grabbed a set of keys. And at this point... She could tell that Thomas found Rocky because he started screaming just insane. Like, he was pissed. Right. He was enraged, yelling for Angela, saying, you know, this is it now. Like, you know, you could have had it all. You ruined everything. You could have had it all. I am a a parking garage attendant. I made a meal for you. I could have given you riches you didn't know existed. (laughs) I made a TV dinner for you, girl. (laughs) No one's going to love you like me. I apparently control this whole building. (laughs) I killed that guy for you. Two guys. 
<laughs> Stacking up bodies. Well, Angela was able to get in the car, and she just started driving towards the the gate. Mm-hmm. And she admits that she was driving a little bit too fast, but, I mean, she's trying to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> like, well, officer, I mean, it's a parking garage. <laughs> well, because she was hitting some walls. Right. You know, and she, but right as she was starting to get to the gate, Thomas sideswiped her in his car. Okay. And kind of spun her around, so she just drove off away from the gate. Yeah. You know, just trying to be, get away from Thomas. Well, she makes a couple other turns, and she comes around a corner, and now her and Thomas are face-to-face in their cars. Okay. And they both start revving their engines at each other, and she says she was just, she was ready to die, ready to kill this guy. Right. So they just start just racing towards each other, you know, playing a game of chicken, basically, at this point. Christmas Eve chicken. It's a a tradition in my family. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We like turkey, but this is uh, chicken. Yes. Get it? I don't get it. Okay. That was a foul joke. (laughs) Well, uh, they raced towards each other, but Thomas swerved at the last second. He lost. He lost. He goes right in, like, but, unfortunately, Angela was going so fast that she clipped the pole and it flipped her car around. Like, does that be a 360 degrees? The car landed back on his wheels. Okay. But it fucked her up. She, uh, she slammed her head off the steering wheel. And she was dazed, but she wasn't locked, like, she wasn't uh, uh, unconscious, um, fortunately. But she played like she was, she said. And then Thomas came up and tried to, uh, was was trying to, you know, wake her up to take her probably back to the office, who knows what. Right. And she stabbed him in the eye with the pin. That okay. she had, that she found in the in the in the car rental place. All right, good well, job. Well, that hurt Thomas. Well, that does hurt. It does. Yeah. And um, it kind of he he passed out from the pain your for eye a second. And your heart because this is your <laughs> this is your potential future wife. Yeah, yeah. Stabbed you in the eye. Stabbing you in the eye. But luckily, you know, he can forgive her for all. all he's got <laughs> two eyes, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, he he actually lost consciousness because of the pain for that, and in that second, she was able to get the key off of him. And then, quick thinking on her part, she changed. She handcuffed him to the wrecked rental car's steering wheel. Okay. And she actually was able to get away. All right. But as she was getting away, Thomas woke up and was trying to apologize to her, saying, "How could you do this to me, Angela?" And she just she wasn't gonna like play into his game, so she mm-hmm. just kept walking. Well, at this point, that Thomas started to call her names. Okay. And I uh, even called her a cunt. All right. So she decided to turn around. There was a uh, gasoline leaking out of the vehicle. So she took the taser and tasered the gasoline stream. Because this is all on the, the cameras. The cops yeah. were able to see it. And Thomas caught on fire and died. Oh, well, you know, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. So, But the cops didn't charge her for anything because they said it, they still considered it self-defense. Yeah, sure. I mean, she was put through a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of, uh, what is it, emotional distress? Yeah, and the cops actually found her because they, they were on their way there, you know, because uh, the the 911 call, the 911 call, someone did eventually answer, but there was no one on there, and they were able to, like, uh, go back and time it out, and it, they, they think that uh, Thomas actually hung up the 911 call. All right. 
So the second night, so you know, they kind of knew they were sending cops there because that's the second nine 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 one one. That's how it is in Canada. This is the second nine one one call from that building. Yeah, you know, so they figured something was up. So they actually and he found was weird the first time. Yes, so. so they actually found Angela wandering the streets of New, the snowy streets of New York barefoot. All right, and that's uh, that's the but end she of the made story. It. She, she made, made it. it. She survived. Well, how else would we get all the information? No charges. No charges, uh, except for being a bad bitch. Right. You oh, know? Yeah. And uh, so Thomas, of course, died. Okay. And uh, Christmas was saved. Well, she, did she make it to Jersey? Do we know? Sure. <coughs> she made it to Jersey and she killed her whole family. Oh, okay. Well, that's a whole different Yeah, that's a whole other story. Yeah, because she's fucked up. She's fucked up. It really, yeah. it really messed her up. Yeah. No, she, she made it to Christmas. And uh, they weren't able to use a Santa suit because that was evidence. Yeah. You know? And she really made her sister feel bad about it. Because she's like, remember when I called and and had to pretend to be sick so the guy wouldn't kill me and and all of you? This is so you. Yeah. And you were like, this is so you. Getting kidnapped. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yeah. And then I had to kill the guy and I barely survived. Do you remember? She's like, hey, if you go to sleep, you're going to (laughs) wake up chained to a chair. I learned a thing or two. All right. So that was based on the movie. P2. Oh, because they were in P2. Yes, and here's what the... I, this is why this might be my favorite movie. Your favorite movie? Well, the DVD... The cover of the DVD says P2, a new level of terror. And, and that's, that's a good dad joke right there. That is... Uh, I feel like they wrote that first. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, we have to write a movie about this. If you want to watch it, it's an hour and 38 minutes. Okay. Uh, Rachel Nichols plays Angela. Oh, okay. This whole time I thought, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Alicia Cuthbert, I think. I thought she was in it. Uh, no, you can, you can Rachel bring Rachel Nichols. And then Wes Bentley plays Thomas. And Wes Bentley is, uh, okay. uh, he's been in more stuff than Rachel Nichols. Wes Bentley was the guy in American Beauty that liked the bag. Yeah. He's like, this is the most beautiful bag. Yeah, he's in a lot of, uh, he's, he's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. So I read the one, uh, a synopsis, you know, at the beginning about a businesswoman is pursued by a psychopath after being locked in a parking garage on Christmas Eve. So why don't you go ahead and pull up IMBD, IMDB. Okay, go to storylines. Go to storylines. Okay. And go to the second one. Uh, I'm going to read it. It gives you multiple storylines? Yeah, yeah. If you click more storylines, that's the start of it there, if you can find it. I'm looking. You can read along with me here. Because like, these are like things that just regular viewers can like write and they put on there. Okay. Oh, two, two, okay. Do you see it? Uh, is it locked in a room? No, it starts with a buxom businesswoman. Oh, these have... Okay. A buffies. Okay, yeah, I got you. Okay, okay so this is what <laughs> a viewer wrote for this. And this is this made me laugh so much. A buxom businesswoman awakens... Important this... to point out that she's buxom. So buxom. Yeah. That's a, that's the a last word right there. Uh, yes. But that is <laughs> Girl, a, you buxom as fuck. That's a key part of the storyline, though. <laughs> she's buxom. Yes. Like, if you're on the edge about watching it, you're like, wait, Just how know, buxom is she? She's got some titties on yeah. her. So... A some businesswoman awakens to discover she's chained to a chair and held captive by a demented, obsessed security guard in the parking garage of the office building where she works. This guy doesn't say. He was packing. Right. Dazed and confused and swimming in dizziness, the groggy vixen vixen. (laughs) tries to shake off the chloroform he clocked her with. I wonder if that was basically choked her with. Um, Clocked her with and became herself again. But when the guard suddenly unchanged her, 
unchains her, he thrusts the still-drugged beauty into a game of cat and mouse. Uh, the still-drugged beauty stripped of her business suit and reclad brawless <laughs> in a backless halter dress, the stumbling executive must escape her crazy captor and parking level P2 or receive a deep whiff of chloroform that stops her dead in her tracks and knocks the voluptuous bombshell flat on her bare back. What is... Will the buxom beauty escape or became a slave to his chloroformed into unco? Yeah. I think he he came. He's jerking (laughs) off while he's writing this. He's like, oh, she's so buxom. Oh, she's a vixen. Uh, And he just came and he couldn't type uh, anymore. Send. Enter. <laughs> what? Who? Okay, so... It doesn't say. It doesn't give credit to who wrote that. I just hope whoever wrote that somehow <laughs> finds this episode and listens. And I want you to know, sir, You're as bad as Thomas. That you're a terrible human. Yeah, like, he's the next one. He's he's like, he could... I think this is a guy that probably... He's like, I could see why he did that. Yeah. You know, just get... Maybe if he could just get alone with her in a room, he could talk, you know? Oh, she is buxom. <laughs> I'm seeing some pictures of this movie. She is buxom. Oh, man. Yeah, but, like, so he watches this whole movie, and then as soon as he goes to write the plot line, he's like, she's got some big tits. <laughs> yep. Uh, he takes brawless. Her, he takes her clothes off, and then she's brawless. Yeah. So that's a, that's a key factor. <laughs> Put that in there. And then just at the end, just have your brain melt. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh... That was the second real crime, and you said you haven't really seen that movie. I haven't. I've seen like bits and pieces of it on TV here and there. Uh, there was a reason why, like when it first came out, I was going to go watch it, and I didn't. I think I saw it in the theater. Um, so a l- little bit of trivia. I well, we watched that little bit of trivia. It's not on there. Me and Mike watch that every Christmas along with Die Hard. You watch this movie? Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Okay. Oh, it's that's... Christmas Eve. Yeah. When yeah. we wrap presents, we watch Die Hard and P two. Uh, and then I came up with this joke. P2, more like P-U. But, but you I, watch I, it all the time, it. so. Yeah, but it's not great. I watch a lot of stuff that's not great. Uh, so, a little bit of uh, sad context for the movie. Um, according to an interview he gave to the New York Times in 2010, this movie was made during the middle of Wes Bentley's decade-long, extremely serious addiction to cocaine and heroin, he said in the interview that he only accepted any movie roles during that time so that he would have money to buy drugs. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, I love Internet Movie Database, but I don't think I've ever looked at the trivia on this movie. Always, it's, if I watch a movie, I immediately go and look at the trivia. I might have trivia. just forgotten about it. Uh, Fourteen white dresses were used. Each one was in various stages of dirtiness and decay. Yep. Uh, the film was shot in two months, exclusively at night. She didn't wear a bra for two months. At a real working <laughs> Toronto parking garage. It was Canada! Yep. Three different dogs were used to portray They're uh, all good boys. Rocky. In Spanish, phonetically, the title P2 sounds exactly like pedos. P- pedos. That, mean, <laughs> that means farts. <laughs> uh West Bentley all coked up. He's like, yeah, farts. Let's do yeah, that. Farts, let's, let's make a movie farts. about that. Uh, so Span- uh, Spain- distribution companies in Spain opted for the more generic title of this movie because they didn't want to ca- put a movie out called Farts. <laughs> they called it Parking 2. Uh, Fart Revenge. So not only does it share the same, a lot of the same similarities to Die Hard, it shares basically the same plot to a low-budget direct-to-video film from 1991 called Lower Level. 
character Angela is stated to be from Maine, which is also where Rachel Nichols, the actress playing her, is from. Rachel Nichols, uh, when you first said that, I thought you meant from uh, Inside the NBA. <laughs> and I was like, I will watch anything she's in. We should still watch this all the way. I would I think. like to marry her. Now that we real crime, well, maybe you should chloroform I'm not her. Do that. Okay, I will. I will watch this because I do like Wes Bentley a whole lot. I like Wes Bentley a lot too, and I think he's really good in this. Even though now apparently he was all cooked up. I don't know who this Rachel Nichols is. She wasn't. She hasn't been in a ton. I was trying to think of looking for like something I could say that she was from that you might know. Um, and looking through that stuff, you might see something she's, there. She was in two different Bon Jovi music videos. Well, I mean, who hasn't been? Uh, misunderstood and All About Loving You. Why? She, like, married the <laughs> Bon Jovi? I don't know. She was in the Omniville Horror from 2005. Conan the Barbarian, 2011. Um, I always think Rachel Sister McAdams. Sister of the Traveling Pants 2. Oh. Well, oh, she was Scarlet in G.I. Joe. Yeah, that was the one that I was going to write down. Scarlet and okay. G.I. Joe. All right. Yeah, yeah, so nothing. I don't know why I thought there was she was it was Alicia Cuthbert that was in this. She's in one episode of Taken, the uh, the TV series. The TV series. All right. Well, and Wes Bentley's been in a lot more yeah, than just in, American Beauty and and yeah, this movie. He's good in everything. So what are his Coke movies? <laughs> I would say. Uh, so this was what 2007. You said yeah. Like where are the ones around so, this? Not a lot of... What was Cokie McCoke? Oh, he played Blackheart and Ghost Rider. He played the main villain in Ghost Rider. That makes sense. <laughs> He's that, that, he would ta- that he would take that. It's like, yeah, Nicolas Cage, Ghost Rider. Let's do that. He Let's do that. a lot of shitty movies. I can get us. a lot of Coke for that. Oh. I mean, Nicolas Cage probably sold him the Coke on that one. From 2001, Soul Survivors. That was a decent little horror movie that no one ever watched. Maybe that was before the Coke. Uh, that might have driven the Coke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh... Oh, he's in that show Yellowstone that everybody says oh, yeah. is the greatest show ever. So yeah, I haven't seen that, but uh, I'm gonna start watching that because everybody keeps telling me I need to. All right, you just gotta do everything people tell you to. I do. Or yeah, you? pretty okay. much. I am very influential or easily influenced. Is what I was going for. All right, well, uh, that was that was awesome. <laughs> Real um, cry. So we're gonna take a break. Okay. And we'll be back and okay. uh, we'll see what's what's catch up. Okay. What's going on. All right. Love ya. And she said that it was the biggest one she's ever seen. And then I said, Snozberries taste like Snozberries. Yep. So, and then there we were. Man. We're back. That was crazy. That was nuts. All right. The biggest she'd ever seen. <laughs> yep. Easily. I still don't believe her. <laughs> but I think she says that, uh, you know, all of the Wonkas. Yeah. What are we doing? Right. So, this is us without drugs. Um, well... Half of us. Some of us. So, uh, yeah, so I kind of talked about this before we started recording, and you hadn't heard anything. Uh, there is some wild shit happening in our area. Let's go. Um, so, some true crime. Okay. Uh, the other day, they found uh, the poli- The local police here responded to a, um, uh, what What are they called? Um, wellness check? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Responded to a wellness check. Uh, and found in a well. part of town that was uh, that is not great. Uh-huh. And they're not releasing a ton of information, so I'm going off what I see rumors on Facebook, which okay. so who the fuck knows? Well, that's hundred percent. They did accurate. find a they did find a dead female though. That's been confirmed. That part we know. Okay. Yeah. But there's been some people. A lot of people have said that they found the the lady. 
uh, she was she'd been tied to a chair. Oh, and it was a very bloody scene. Oh, so they don't no other information's been released yet. Um, and then somehow, the same time that info was getting re- like leaked out, uh-huh. somebody started this rumor that caught like wildfire fire overnight, and is been basically confirmed the police actually posted a thing on facebook saying this is not true oh wow uh not that part but the somebody started a rumor that so there's a uh used to be an old marble factory uh-huh. here in town and now it's been uh they tr- they they made it in, like they call it like the dog house not the dog house what is that place called um they did the like polo a, clubs across the street yeah they had, like the dog Pound They've the done some like boxing events in it. Yeah, it's a like it's a shitty building. Well, it caught on fire a couple years ago, so I mean, there's not really anything inside of it. Half of it burned up, and so, homeless gather there. Yeah, well, it's so right there by the it's right by the river off the shore where like a lot of homeless camps are. Yeah, so somebody started a rumor that they found three dead bodies in there. Oh, and so everybody started being like, "What the fuck is happening?" Uh huh. Like, is there somebody? But supposedly that's not true. Apparently, okay. no bodies were found there, but. Uh, they did find you know they did find the one body in that area, so we don't know what the details are of that. Uh, but it does seem like something went down. Like it, it they are investigating it as a homicide. Ah, so they need our help. Something happened, yes. And then I think you probably heard about this though. Uh, like a week before, or two weeks before, maybe a guy, uh, not right here in town, but like a little ways up the road. Over in Ohio, a guy decapitated his mother. Jesus. Did you hear about that? No. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you need to read the news. I'm watching movies here <laughs> yeah. and, and doing reports. So this dude, uh, it's in Mat- uh, New Matamoros, Ohio, uh-huh. uh, which is about 20 minutes from us. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Uh, <clears throat> he lived, uh, well, so his mother... His sister and I believe like his sister's son, little like a little boy, uh-huh. all lived in this house. I don't know who all lived there. They were all there though. He apparently attacks his mother, fucking decapitates her. The little boy, I guess, watches this, oh sees God. this happen. The guy goes to leave. The sister tries to stop him, and he basically tells her, "I'll fucking kill you if you don't get out of my way." So she gets out of his way. Luckily. Smart. He jumps in his car, takes off. The police do. He's been arrested. But, like, uh, yeah, so he fucking just cuts his mom's head off in front of this kid. Then there's, uh, so a f- couple months ago, a few months ago, right up the street from me, uh-huh. uh huh, an elderly couple's house got broken into, and the couple were held, I don't know, knife point, gun point, what, but they were held in their home for a little while. While somebody robbed them of a bunch of shit. And then just earlier over the weekend, I think, another elderly couple. Oh, shit. Somebody broke into an elder, elderly couple's house. What kind of piece of shit held them up? elderly people. That, they did get arrested. All right, good. So I'm assuming it's the same person. I hope so, yeah. But, like, a lot of shit's happening right here in our area. I don't want to leave. <laughs> I live so, here now. Yeah. So there have been some wild... True crime times going on around here. We need uh, to go investigate the marble. I've always wanted to walk in there. Yeah, I, I always like. I don't think I've ever been in it because I 
the few shows they did there, I was always just looking. I was like, that building does not look like where like I would not go to a show. Yeah, it's like off the road a little bit. There's like trees. Well, the looks like the, looks like it looks like the roof's gonna cave in anytime. Oh, yeah. It's just an old old building. So, but yeah, that's fucking crazy around here right now. So. Happy holidays, I guess. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to decapitate you. Don't, just grow, like, <laughs> yeah, don't let them grow up because they're fucking psychopaths. Uh, but yeah, so that's what's going on in our All area. Right. Good so, talk. Yeah. Uh, if, you know, if uh, I'm going to keep up on the uh, story of the body that was found and we'll, we'll uh, give everybody updates on that as they come in. But yeah, I, it came across the uh, one of the Facebook pages I follow is like a scanner uh-huh. talk thing. And for the most part, it's just, like, people constantly being, like, fire on this street. Well, they'll be like, I just heard sirens. Anybody know what's going on? <laughs> it's like, there's probably, like, not like nothing. Calm Mind down. your business. But every <laughs> once in a while, there's some weird yeah, shit that comes across it. So. really weird. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, like, other than the horrific things happening around <laughs> us, what's uh, what have you been up to? Uh, uh, I got a treadmill, and I've been running. You got a treadmill. Back to running, huh? Back to le- I've done 11 straight days of... Uh, of a half hour a day. Okay. So I've already lost like five and a half hours of time. That could have been like <laughs> playing video games. Something productive. <laughs> yeah, I've been on the, riding on the treadmill, but, you know, kind of feels like it's not going anywhere. Hmm. I get it. Okay. Because it's like stationary. <laughs> it's stationary. Right. But, man, it was a son of a bitch getting going. Because it's like this old treadmill my mom gave me. The electronics don't work on it. Yeah. And, like, the track was all messed up, so I tore my fingers up trying to get the track back on. But it's good. It's in my room. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't have any excuses. I just, every day, I, I run at least a half hour. I have never been able to buy a treadmill that wasn't fucked up. Like, I've had probably four. Yeah. And all of them, like, the belt skips. Knock on wood, this one. Yeah. Well, that's so, good. Yeah, it's like a, it folds up when if I wanted to, so it doesn't take up a lot of room. So, because you were pretty hardcore into the whole yeah, running thing. That's when I while. lost like fifty pounds, pretty much was yeah. doing that. There's just there's a good sweat you get from only running, but running sucks. Yeah. So I got t- I brought my TV up, so I just I watched that <laughs> the true story. Yeah. I watched a lot of that while I was running, you know, and then uh, other movies. And uh, I also uh, I have a new game for us here. Uh, okay. Do you want to do that? Sure. Stop talking about me and my running. I like games. Uh, this is a game where uh, I see a headline, uh-huh. and I don't read the story, and I want you to tell me the story that goes with the headline. Okay. So I have three of them. All right. The first one, Dwayne Johnson celebrates breaking Sandra Bullock's record. Oh, yes. I, okay. I heard, what, what happened? I, I heard about this. So... Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. Uh, we all know him as The Rock. Uh-huh. He, he broke uh, Sandra Bullock's record. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sandra Bullock, of course, famous from the movie Speed. Yes. Um, 28 Days Later. The Time to Kill, I believe. Yeah. Miss Congeniality. Miss Congeniality. The Net. The Net. That was a good one. Well, I don't know that one. Um, so she held the record for... Uh, oh, I can't even, can't even believe he broke this record. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe he broke her record. So he, she held the record for reading the most. Uh, what are we calling them? What are they, what are they known as? Um, this is stupid. Uh, I can't think of anything funny. For this. <laughs> um, she broke the record for reading uh, the most world records. 
Oh, Guinness World Records. So his re- his record ago. is knowing the most world records. So now he knows the most world records, okay. and it was pretty easy to break. It was just time consuming. <laughs> yeah, he just basically had to sit down and do it. He doesn't have a he has jobs, but nothing like. If anyone wants to break it, all you have to do is read all the world records. Uh huh. And and then anytime there's a new one, you just read the new one. But you got But of course, you're setting a new record every time. Yeah. So. You have to just read it again. He grinds. So the Rock, you know, I don't know how he's he probably in the gym reading about records. Yeah. And how yeah. does Sandra Bullock feel about this? Well, <laughs> she was quoted as saying, um, "I'm not going to say anything on the record." Oh. So, yeah. I know what that stands for. She's pissed. <laughs> right. Yes. All right. Next headline. Okay. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani announce big news, and the Voice fans will lose it. Hmm. <laughs> Gwen mm. <laughs> Stefani and Blake Shelton. They're 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 a couple. They met on the on the, on, v- the on the Voice, and after Gwen Stefani got the voice, got the voice, got the voice, got divorced uh-huh. from Glavin Rosdale from Bush. Him, her, Gavin, and, uh, not Glavin. Her and her and Blake got together. Right, and they have a big announcement, big news, and the Voice fans will lose it. Yeah, they're gonna um, they're gonna sacrifice a human being. <laughs> In front of a live audience. It's not their first time. Not their first time. That's they're how very, they got, they're they're, very good That's how it. they got their talent. It's going to be Gavin Rosdale. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, Serene. Well, so what a lot of people don't know is uh, Blake and Gavin yeah. are both Highlanders. Um, <laughs> there can only be one. And Gwen only dates Highlanders. So, uh, but, yeah. She's just a girl. So she goes from one to the other. She kind of scouts them out, finds them, uh-huh. and, yeah, kills them. You know, move someone. So Blake, you know, he knows this. He, if he wants to continue, he has to destroy Gavin. But she's worth it. Yeah. You know, and he knows it's probably going to ultimately. I'll <laughs> write a to song about it. Her finding another one. <laughs> yeah. Another Highlander. Carson Daly. Well, <laughs> isn't that the host of The Voice? I don't know much about. I the don't voice. know. <laughs> Believe it or not, I don't know a lot about it. I didn't know Carson Daly was still alive. <laughs> So he's like he's hosting TRL to nobody in like his I actually basement. Thought, I actually thought he still had his late night show, like and like you said, I thought it was just like him in his basement, <laughs> like still doing that late night show. Honey, are you still on your show? <laughs> yeah, yeah mom. And yeah. sync is coming over. Okay, honey. Uh, Carson Daly, just the <laughs> the he should be our uh, our show logo. Because he's just a picture of mediocrity. Yeah. <laughs> don't like that. I'm sure he'll sign on to it. Just the most mediocre. I'm gonna get a Carson Daly tattoo man now. Ever. <laughs> yeah. But he made it. One of us. One of us. Somehow. Somehow. All right, we got one more headline. Are you ready right. for this? Are you enjoying yes. it? Oh yes. And I'm sure everyone listening is really enjoying it. <laughs> Ten new dating slang words to know in 2021. Just give me a couple. Jizzank. Yeah, um, there's ten, but just give me like two or three yes, dating so dating slang words for 2021. Yeah, so jizz ink, <laughs> jizz ink, uh huh, jizz ink. Um, what is that? <laughs> well, I can't say it. On okay, it's jizz ink. It sounds like you jizz and then you like load it into a pen and then like you write out a love contract. Oh, no, 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 jizz ink, jizz ink. J i z z a n k. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is that when you get jizz on your ankle sock? It involves <laughs> it involves uh, a little witchcraft All right. here and there. Uh, There's one jizz ink. Uh, fluple. <laughs> fluple. Fluple's a good one. Fluple. If you can get a if you can get if you can get a fluple before look, the you, fifth date, look, you go on Tinder. Yeah. All right. All right. You hashtag fluple. You hashtag fluple, and it's kind of like a signal. Yeah. To the other fluplers. So, <laughs> and, and 2021 has got to be the year of the fluple. 2022. 
we're only, right, we're yeah. only like a week or two out yeah, from I guess Chelsea. that's true. But these so, are, you know. This is an old headline, too, because it says new dating slang word for 2021. All, I, all I'll tell you about flupling uh-huh. uh, is when you're in the middle of the fluple, uh, you just do whatever you could just do, not sneeze. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to sneeze while you're fluping. Right. Those were good. Jizz ink and fluple. Uh, yeah, and then there's wombatting. Wombatting. Yeah, you don't. Uh, wombatting is a pretty good dating term. Um, is that really like you spread your sack across her face? No, you disgusting pervert. <laughs> oh no, or his face. So you know whatever gets your gets your sack off. No, you are. It is not a sexual term at all. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, no, wombatting is a very romantic. Oh, okay. Um, you know, just. So if you're interested in, I know you're kind of interested in uh, uh, getting back out there uh, into the dating pool. Uh huh. So you know, just uh, hoping to drown. I would if I was <laughs> yeah, uh, in that poster. If I was <laughs> you, I would, uh, I would, uh, you know, try to try to wombat with a girl. I'm a fluple a wombat. Mm-hmm. Fluple wombat. And hopefully, I'll jizz zank everywhere. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. See, that's why I don't read the stories because I know you have the answers. I have. I read all stories. Thank so, you. Yeah, I came to you. I yeah, come anytime, to you for the answers. Anytime you need to know the context behind a headline, <laughs> I might bring this back. I saw a good I headline. It went well. I saw a good headline the other day that was from like the 1920s. So I forget now why it popped up. But uh-huh. it, it was uh, uh, decapitated man may have been alive. Oh. Which I was like, so wait. <laughs> so, but then they were just like, the story was that uh, he probably got his head cut off while while he was alive. Which yeah. I was like, well, that's misleading. Yeah, because I thought like he was decapitated, and they were like, you know what, we buried him, but I think he, was, <laughs> he might have still been alive. We think he was, we fucked up. Yeah, that's on us. We heard some screams from down there, but we're <laughs> yeah, not digging them so, back up. But you know, we didn't know which hole was coming from. <laughs> uh, so many holes. Well, because if it's decapitation, you dig two holes. You yeah. bury the head in one. Sure. Because you don't want them to reattach because then you get zombies. That's right. So that's just safety precautions there. That's in my will. When I die, cut my head off, bury my, me and my head in two separate holes. Oh, I'm glad that's you. I was going to do that anyways. And bury me with my guns on. So now that I know it's a fit, bury me with my guns on. They changed their name. Uh, Boba Flex. They're not Boba Flex? They're not Boba Flex anymore. They changed their name to something. I don't understand why. Why would you change uh, your name? Boba Flex changes name or name change. Loople? Wombat? The Flooplers. They are now uh, the Lonely Ones. Aww. Like, what? I thought there was already a band called the Lonely Ones. There's the... Lost... There's the Loved Ones, which is a great band. There's like a Lonely Boys or Lost Lonely Boys? Los Los Lobos. I don't know. Yeah. I don't... I still understand. Whatever their band name is, just fuck them. Why would you change your... I mean, as a podcast that's changed their name... <laughs> 40 times. Well, we're not nearly as famous we were as not, him. I yeah, mean, we not that not they're well like known. super famous, but I mean, either, I think that, you know, in the rock scene, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess get that, get that buzz. We're talking about him. I guess. That yeah. buzz is going. Uh, but yeah, so. Anything? I mean, nothing. You got a show. Uh, you got a show tomorrow night. Tomorrow, the. Busy B. Yep, the Busy B. It's a. Probably going to be our last one with the Busy Bee until we're able to go back outside. Yeah, because they're all outdoors, right? Yeah. yeah. So the last one was indoors. This one's going to be indoors, and we're probably going to take a couple months off till like, April. Oh, you have done them indoors. Yeah, we had the last okay. show was indoors, and this one is. So, I mean, if you want to come out, shows at 6 and 8. Um, the food's really good. This will probably be our last one for a few months. Now, if you want to go to it, th- this show is on December 3rd. Yes. So depending on when you listen to this, yeah. you, unless you have a time machine. 
And if you do, please let us know. Let us know. We'll go back and fix that article from 2020 or from 1920. Yeah. We'd also, you know, probably make some better decisions. Nah, I wouldn't. No? Nah. Okay, well. Fuck it. Uh, I might change a few things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's about all for this week's episode. Uh, really dig the real crimes. Me too. Um, we may just turn the podcast into making you do all the work. Cool. Uh, we'll do an episode every three months. What? <laughs> we'll do oh, we'll if do I'm doing episode. all the work, we're doing an episode every three, <laughs> every three months. months. Uh, the watch. Uh, you you got me to watch the show. Uh, true story with yeah. Kevin Hart on Netflix. New show on there. Uh, if you're a fan of Kevin Hart at all. Wesley Snipes. Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Making his it. return to Hollywood. It's a Billy Zane's in it. Yeah. Uh, it's a fucking great show. I, I, was, I liked it a lot. I did not expect it to be as what it was. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was really. It's only seven episodes, about a half hour. But yeah. The first one's an hour long. First one's an hour. The rest are a half hour long. So it's so. an it's an easy yeah. easy watch. Yeah, four um, hours. You can, yeah, I watched it in two days. So other than that, and P two, have you watched anything else? that has been. Mm, nope. Nothing else. Nah. Nothing. All right. Uh, nothing worth mentioning. I would uh, nothing, to, nothing to prolong this. You don't want to prolong. <laughs> that was another one of the dating terms. Is oh, prolonged, prolonged, and that's not what you think it is. <laughs> all right, well, all of you out there, enjoy your wombatting and your flupling, uh, and you know, happy jazanking. <laughs> um, we'll be back. Uh, what do we got? A couple more episodes this month, and then uh, around the holidays, we're. We'll take that third week off because uh-huh. I'm not interested in trying to schedule around some shit. No. So, too much work. What? Too much work. Yeah, it's too much. So yeah. uh, we'll be back next week with yeah. a new episode. Until then, thank you all for listening. Uh, do Like us, share us. Yeah, do all that shit. Yeah. Uh, we'd appreciate Tell it. Tell me we I'm finally, a good boy. We finally got Spotify fixed. I don't know if we brought that up last episode Yeah, we were a wrestling, <laughs> we were a wrestling yeah. podcast. Now we're a true crime. So think... Comedy, comedy. Right? All right, comedy. So thanks to uh, Smarsh who brought that to my attention. I actually changed it uh, like a year ago. Yeah. I changed it. I just thought. Spotify be tripping. Well, I thought it had changed. But Smarsh brought to my attention that we were still a wrestling show. So it took some uh, emailing back and forth with uh-huh. Spotify's We had to prove that we weren't support. wrestlers. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what wrestling is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you later. Bye.